it's movie motivation on monday you guys yes honey god is good he continues to bless me my family's blessed and while another day above ground is always a blessing and for your ear and your support and you guys going over hitting that listener support button also you guys you can go over to pocket cast you can download it you can hear me you can hear other people that you like to listen to on the podcast music. You don't even have to subscribe. All you have to do is just hit that play button and you can listen to them once you download the Pocket Cast. And you can go to Apple App Store. You can go to the Google Play or you can go over to the web and download PocketCast.com. From the web, PocketCast.com. And you can listen to me. You can take me everywhere. Yes, honey, I am the bomb diggity. And also, I also want to thank Anchor for allowing me to use this platform to even have a podcast. Um, I don't want to get into the jibber-jabber of my small talk because, you know, sometimes I do small talk on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I haven't done it as much as I usually would do when I first started the podcast, Um, but sometimes I do my small talk. But I had to you know, think anchor, you know, there were times when I complained about when I do updates, when anchor has updates and I can't do what I need to do. Sometimes my stuff doesn't go through or records 50,000 times. And so that's the thing that frustrates me. But overall, you guys, it's easy. It's simple. And I appreciate it and I thank you. And um, due to Anchor allowing me to have a podcast that's free, because if I had to pay to do this, I guarantee you, she and her wouldn't have never even attempted to even do it. I'm just going to say that. Um, But through Anchor, I've met some really incredible people, like really nice people um, through Anchor. Um, I've also was able to meet Mr. E and do a podcast with him called the She Said, He Said, They Said podcast. Um, Normally, we record on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but due to Mr. E having family issues, his brother has been going through some stuff, so I ask that you guys continue to pray for him. Um, And me with school and work and things of that nature, um, I've kind of been busy and then trying to get me back together on my podcast, so... Uh, it's been a little hit and miss with the She Said, He Said, They Said podcast. But we're going to get it together. Yes, honey. So y'all go back over there and start listening some more to that. Yes, honey. Um, but it is moving motivation on Monday, you guys. That means you're up, you're moving. At least you should be. You're headed to work. You're coming in from work. You're headed to school. Whatever the case may be, housewives, mothers, whatever, get to moving. Get to moving. Point blank in a period. And no matter how you're moving and what area that you're trying to move and be motivated for, as long as you're moving in a positive way to put yourself in a better position, you're moving. I'll take it any day of the week. You know, in order for us to get to where we need to get to in life, we are the ones that set the tone. We're the ones that have to be our navigator. We're the ones that have to be our guide. You know, we're, we're our boss. So we can't sit back and wait for somebody else to give us directions and to tell us what to do and show us what to do. I mean, that's what we're supposed to come into play at, you know, when it comes to things. Um, I have a part two of controlling pushy people. Um, 
And when I did it yesterday, it was regard to a particular email that I got where this woman was frustrated with controlling pushy people in her circle. She didn't uh, specify whether it's co-workers, whether it's family members, whether it's uh, children. It was almost as if it was a mixture of people. And I know what that's like. Um, I know what it's like when you're around people that's controlling and pushing. They don't even realize that they're controlling and pushing because that's their personality. That's them. Um, And although that's them, that doesn't mean that we have to accept them being pushy and controlling to us because we are supposed to control our own selves. We can't, you know, tell someone else what to do and try to push them to do um, something that they don't want to do. You know, demeaning people, belittling them, putting them down. Um, No, that's unacceptable. We can't do that. You know, And, and, and this is what I learned. If you truly love a person and truly respect whomever that person is in your life, why would you want to control them anyway? Why would you want them depending on you for emotional stability? And rather than them being able to handle them own self, carry their own load, you know, be able to emotionally stand for themselves. You know what I mean? Like, why would you want that anyway? That's just a thought. Um, but I did it on yesterday and I got some very positive feedback. I got some very positive inquiries about it. Um, I did tell them that I had a part two. Um, so I will be doing the part two in a little bit, you guys. But I just wanted to thank you guys for coming over and listening to Anita Love on the Talk to Talk podcast. And just tell you thank you and ask for you to continue to support and continue to share and continue to hit that listener support button. It means a lot to me. I do appreciate it. Um, it's been, you know how when you go through things, and you're still happy, but yet you're still going through things. Well, that's where I'm at. Yeah, you know, I, but I know that in the midst of all of that, I know that God got me. I know that life is blessing uh, beyond blessing because there are some people that didn't wake up this morning. There are some people that didn't even live to see 16. Um, so with that, I'm always thankful. And I always have to thank God regardless to the good, bad, and the ugly that goes on, you know, and I, I love my family, although, you know, some family members, you have to take the back seat on, you have to be like, you know what, I need a break from you guys, but I love my family, um, my family is what makes me me, you know, they're, like, when I talk about certain things um, on my podcast regarding to past experience, past hurt, past relationships with my family, or things that affected me, things that I never got over. Um, it's not to, to criticize my family. It's not to demean or put down because at the end of the day, that's my family. I love them and they know I got them. I'm going to rock with them regardless. Um, but sometimes, you know, we're going to be all the way 100. There are people in our family that we have to deal with from a distance or we have to deal with on a sometime basics. Like they're not somebody that we have to deal with, that we can deal with constantly because personalities for one thing end up clashing um so when it comes to that sometimes we have to like just you know we have to you know step back and be like do you i love you you know you got that 
and just leave it alone, you know, because you find yourself being mad with people because of who they are and they've been that way their whole life. They're not going to change. So why even bother trying to fuss and fight with them? Just allow them to be them, you know, and they should allow you to be you and, you know, just love them from a distance. And sometimes that's how it is. And even with coworkers, you know, you meet people at a job and I always had this saying that I don't, I, I don't work to meet friends. And at this point in my life, I'm too old for to try to recruit friends anyway. If I meet good people and we actually vibe together, that is a blessing. You know, I I receive it if it's a way that I can receive it. If it's not a way that I can receive it because my guard is up and my guard won't allow me to receive it, then that's one thing. It will take me more time. Um, but I don't go to work to meet friends. I don't. Now, I have met some amazing people working in the medical world, especially in the hematology, oncology world of healthcare. And for that, I will always be grateful. I will, I will continue to think about them and pray for them and, you know, reach out to them and reach my hand out to them and let them know that if they ever need me, holler at your girl. Your girl got you, you know. Depending on what it is, because, you know, I ain't got no money. <laughs> but anyway, you guys, controlling pushy people. You don't go anywhere. Let's get into it. Y'all, 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 y'all. All right, you guys. I need a love on Talk to Talk. I want to talk to you about Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast is this platform that allows you guys to listen to me and other amazing podcasters and music. You do not have to subscribe. It is easy playback. There are millions of other people and music that you can choose from. It's very simple. It's very easy. If you want to listen to me more, all you have to do is go to the Apple App Store or Google Play, or you can go over to the web at pocketcast.com and download. That's the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, or you can go over to the web and download it from pocketcast.com. You're able to listen to me and carry me around. It's easy, you guys. It's very simple. You know, and if you like to hear my voice and hear other podcaster voice that you've been listening to upon the Anchor community, just go over to the Apple App Store, Google Play Store. You can go to the web, download PocketCast.com, and you will be happy that you did. Yes, honey. Carry me around. Go download it today. All right, I am back. Now, how we as individuals can stop ourselves from being that controlling, bossy, pushy person. First, we have to learn to self-soothe ourselves because sometimes, you know, we find ourselves trying to control others by relying heavily on them to calm us down. When we are upset, we might not demand it that they say or do something. We might, you know, feel that they can calm us down only if that action occurs. However, you must not depend on others to provide you with that calmness and that peace. You have to find that for yourself. You have to learn and develop that self-technique 
to help soothe, to better learn, to calm yourself. Now, you might do something like stepping away from that situation. You can do a journal, try listening to music or shit, take a hot bath or a shower. Just consider developing that self-calming ritual daily. Do it regularly to help prevent frequent upsets. I do a journal. Um, and I was controlling, but not in the sense of that, not trying to tell someone how they should feel, not in the sense of not wanting someone to go anywhere and do anything. Um, I was controlling the sense of if I want someone to do something, I want to do it right then. Do it this way. Fold it that way. No, put that in this way. Hang it. You know, I was, yeah. Moving on. Number two, manage your own emotions. We have to control ourselves because that's the only person that we can control. In addition to learning to calm ourselves down, we have to learn how to manage, how to regulate, how to control our emotions. For example, and I got this from Wikipedia, you might not, you might feel very angry or you might feel disappointed at your spouse or whomever for their, their poor eating habits. This does not give you the cause to lash out at them or yell or curse or try to manipulate them into being more healthier. You have to allow them to make their own choices. And when your emotions start to feel out of control, you have to take a moment to recenter yourself so that you can respond more clear, more respectful, more logically. Ask for a timeout from that situation and then try to consider why you feel the way you feel about someone else eating habits. Don't try to control anyone with your emotions or with your guilt. Someone into doing something for you. They have to want to do it. You know, can't do that. Number three, calm your damn anxieties down. Your anxiety may be the root of why you try to control other people. You know, you might feel nervous. You might feel jittery or just extremely worried, for instance, that your coworker will not complete their their project in a, on time. Or you might, uh, you should work to regulate and, and monitor your anxiety and work on what you can control and do on your own. Exercise has been proven to ease anxiety and stress. Breathing Deeply, when you are having one of those anxious moments in that re- re- release, it all slowly. I do a 10. I, you know, I do 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And if it doesn't work, I do it again. And it normally works. It normally helps me. Talking on the phone to someone you trust can help you. It helps me. Sometimes people's behaviors are harmful to you and your anxiety arises from that harm rather than a need to control. Um, Try to stay away from people who make you tense or hurt you because it's not going to change. If you know that every time you're around me and I hit that nerve that makes you turn into incredible hulk, then you don't need to be around me. For sure, because I'm not a good influence on you. I'm not positive for you. I'm just saying. Number four, try to modify the situation. Now, you might feel that need to control another person when they are going against your wishes. You have to recognize that you cannot 
and you should not do that. However, you can modify and you can control the situation or that environment that you are in so that you can feel more um, comfortable without taking something from another person, you know, of their autonomy or their free will. If you feel, or shall I say, find yourself feeling overwhelmed or you're on the, the verge of lashing out, just take yourself, remove yourself from that situation. For instance, if your mom won't go with you to a movie, you, go, you, you can't try to force her. You know what I'm saying? Reach out to your friends or your other family instead of rescheduling with your mom. No. Step outside for a few moments. Take a walk. Or do some deep breathing, like I said. That works for me. Take a shower, bathe. Do what you can personally to make things better for you. Number five, distract yourself. For me, when I would begin to feel that need to be the boss, to control somebody, another way for me to counteract that was by distracting myself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't allow myself to become obsessive over another person's actions. I have to take a moment to get the thought out of my head. And so what I would do is I would rethink it and replace those thoughts with something that requires my attention. Like, you might do a puzzle or play a relaxing game on your phone. Or you might watch a funny few funny clips on your YouTube or a funny TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to, you know, distract yourself. Take yourself from that situation. Number six, consider some therapy. You know, you might feel that your need for control runs deep. Or it might stem from some childhood issues or some trauma that you never faced. You know, you might have developed that need to control as a coping mechanism. A lot of people have. However, you have to realize that your controlling behavior can be harmful and dangerous to you and to others. Therapy can be a great way for you to work through those issues constructively and it, and and you can get at the cause root of them you know so relinquishing control you have to recognize that you cannot force someone to do something beyond controlling your own emotions you must begin the process to let go of your controlling of others remember that just as you do not want to be controlled or manipulated other people don't either and if you have to force someone to do something, then realize that it's not out of genuine love or respect, but it's likely because of fear or frustration that you're going to do something to them. Focus on controlling yourself. Now, we cannot control others. Like I said before, know that you can always control yourself. So beyond your emotions, you can also control your actions. Set boundaries, but do not make ultimatums. You can you control issues might center around a particular person in your life who is overstepping, um, some personal boundaries that you have, but communicate those boundaries to others. Do not threaten them with ultimatums. Determine what behavior you can handle and what you cannot handle and stick to them. Reflect on your childhood. You know, oftentimes our control issues 
developed out of issues from our childhood. Um, perhaps your mother expected perfection from you or your father yelled or belittled you. When you made mistakes, take some time to reflect on your childhood and the things that happened to you that could possibly have make you who you are today. And when you recognize the root, you can develop solutions. Number five, be honest with yourself and take responsibility. Whenever you feel you start to feel they need to control someone, take a moment to be honest with yourself about whether or not you are being controlling or being reasonable. Now, if you have to ask the question, then you are likely being controlling. Take responsibility in those moments. Apologize to that person and give them the space to make their own choice. Do not force them. Stop. Don't beg. Sometimes we need to control that we might manifest into begging someone to do or say something. However, in those moments, other people might lose respect for you. So never resort to pleading to get a desired result. Just ask instead. And if that does not work, then you should drop the issue until maybe a later day, later time, or when both of you and the other party has had more time to think about that situation. Um, focus on that other person. You know, listen to others. If they say you're being controlling, because sometimes... When your controlling behavior might be so uh, pervasive that you, you don't even recognize it. And it may have become a normal element of your day-to-day behavior. So I think you should always um, listen to others when they say that they feel controlled by you. Especially if it's more than one person saying that to you. Because a lot of times it's the truth. Recognize your good qualities. The people you are attempting to control probably has several good qualities that you like about them. So rather than trying to control them to be someone that they're not, just reflect and just think about their positive attributes. And I think this will help you to view them more graciously graciously and loving, and you will probably snap out of that controlling uh, mood that you're in. Put yourself in their shoes. If that current situation that you're in where you are seeking that control over that person, you are probably thinking very selfishly. You are likely have not even thought about how that other person feeling in that situation. Show them compassion. Show them empathy. Try to understand their feelings and respect their decision. And don't, don't be forceful to them. Practice acceptance. In any relationship, whether we're romantic or not, friendly, professional, whatever, we have to work to move past controlling or tolerating others and try to accept them as they are. So do not try to change anyone. Arguing with them about their beliefs or trying to force your beliefs onto them, that's only going to piss them off. They have developed their own characters and their own opinions over the course of years and through dealing with uh, life experiences, a multitude of experiences, probably probably more than me, experiences that we may not even be aware of. Don't compare them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you might know people who get along very well, but run into others with, that they are with are not so lucky. You know, we need to control might only be triggered among those that we feel oppose 
in some way. Now, don't compare these people to you more easily or easygoing friends. People are all different, and you should respect their differences. Remember that everyone is different, and they're gonna they're prone to making different choices than us. Go with the flow. Ask at the time. Maybe let me rephrase. At the end of the day, if you don't release some of your own control over people and situations, you probably will find yourself often miserable than happy. Go with the flow more. Be spontaneous. Say yes sometimes when it comes to last-minute plans. Let go of the need to always be right. Stop. Agree to disagree. I think for me, life is too short for her to try to make anyone do anything. You know what I mean? I have to focus on my own happiness, and I have to be free for myself. So I can't, you know, I, I can't try to control somebody else. Um, so be honest with yourself. Um, we, we have to learn. You know what I used to do sometimes? I used to get mad about things that my friend did. And I, and I would say things that I regret. And this damaged our friendship. Um, I had to learn to stop losing my temper with her. I, you know, I had to hear her out, you know, just like um, I wanted her to do for me. And when we would fight, you know, I had to remember that this isn't, you know, her against me or me against her. It was the two against the problem. And I know that it was hard and, and it, 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 it was hard for me to stay calm in certain situations with her. But sometimes, you know, I learned that we, we just have to be the bigger person. You know, if you know that you are about to say something that you're going to regret, you have to tell um, that person that you'll control the conversation later and just walk away or whatever. You know, you we can't over, we can't run somebody and be bossy and be controlling. You know, we have to respect each other. Um, you'd be surprised at controlling personality and and because people don't even understand that controlling personality ties to control each and every person and there's a difference between advising others to do and telling a person to do those are two different things you know what I mean um and every person and every detail around that the him and her of the world are different but I wonder, have you ever thought about a wonder as to what causes a person to even be controlling in nature? Like, why people develop those controlling behaviors? I used to think about that all the time. And even for myself, um, it's just... When I was younger, a lot of things were from how I was raised. My dad was like a drill sergeant. You know, we would get up early in the morning. We had to do our chores, and those chores had to be done by 12 or 1 o'clock every Saturday. Um, Sundays we would go to church, and if there was something that 
he thought of Sunday when we left church. We had to do it. Wasn't no animals and bust about it. Our beds had to be made a certain way. The kitchen had to be cleaned a certain way. Bathroom had to be. We had to cut the grass and trim the hedges a certain way. And I hated that. But then when my skin would break out and I would have these hives and I would have this problem breathing and they kept having to take me to the hospital and nobody knew what was going on and found out that I had all these skin allergies, then I was I had to come inside and clean up inside. And I hated that even more. But at the same time, as a woman... I respect it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I thanked him for it because it made me a better woman, a better person. It made me more um, understand structure and how to finish a task and what was expected when you, when you want things of your own. Um, and I lost some good friends, which made me controlling in certain aspects of things. Um, control is control regardless of how you look at it. Um, a lot of people that control is, um, it comes from them having a difficult childhood. They could have lost uh, or, or hurt someone in the past or someone could have hurt them. Insecurities, low self-esteem, um, ego and pride. Um, there are so many reasons Um that people pick up this control personality. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to understand and respect that we can't control people. The only person that we're in control of is us. And if we love the people that we're trying to control, we're going to lose them. You know, if you go online, there are so many things that you can Google that's going to talk to you about controlling, controlling personalities, why people control them, what does a controlling person mean, how do you deal with them, how do you cope with them. I've learned that stereotypes don't apply when it comes to controlling partners either, you know what I mean? Toxic relationships can sneak, can sneak up on almost anyone. Controlling behavior on the other part of a partner has no boundaries. They know no boundaries. People of any age, gender, sexual orientation, um, social econo economic status can be in controlling relationships, playing either role, you know. Many of us have visualized that a controlling partner as one who openly berates everyone in their path is physically aggressive or constantly makes threatening or ultimatums, you know? And we picture the grumpy bully who belittles every, every person he or she encounters or command their partners how to dress from head to toe, how to talk, what to say. Now, those signs are indeed troubling. Let's just be honest about that. But there are many additional signs that might not show up quite differently. Um, so it might not show up the way we want to see it. Controlling people use a whole arsenal of tools in order to dominate their partners. Now, whether they or their partners realize what's happening or not, Sometimes people, that emotional manipulation or it, it's complex. It's, 
It's enough that a person who is being controlled actually believes that they themselves are the villain. So that they are extremely lucky that their controlling partner puts up with them, rather emotional or physical abuse or not. It's not a healthy situation, people. If you notice more than a couple of different signs within your relationship or your partner, take it seriously. And if you are concerned for your safety or you want to learn about possible abusive relationship, there's a link where you can go to www.thehotline.org. And if you want to help with overall anxious or depressive thoughts process that could be keeping you in an unhealthy relationship, you can sign up for a free detox your thoughts challenge with um, Goodful slash BuzzFed. It's G-O-O-D-F-U-L slash BuzzFed, B-U-Z-Z-F-E-E-D. That's a capitalize on Goodful and a capital B on BuzzFed. And you can click on there and it will help you. Um, Isolating you from friends and family is a sign. And this is often the first step for controlling people. Um... They might complain about how often you talk to that your brother or your mom on the phone or something. Or they may say that they don't like your best friend. Or, you know, they don't think you should hang out with anyone. Chronic criticism. Even if it's small things, criticism like isolation is, is something that can start small. In fact, someone um, may try to convince themselves that their partner's criticism of them is warranted or that... Their partner is just saying things to help them be a better person, or they may try to rationalize it that is not a big deal that he or she doesn't like the way they dress or speak or eat or decorate or whatever. But no matter how individuals small a criticism seems, if it's part of a constant dynamic with that relationship, it would be very tough to feel accepted, loved, or validated. And first of all, we have to feel loved, accepted invalidated with ourselves and if we feel that way for it ourselves we know that that ain't healthy and that person don't mean me any good and we gonna bounce anyway veiled or overt threats against you or them some people you know think that threats have to be physical in nature for it to be a plot problematic but threats of leaving cutting off privileges or even threats by the controlling person to harm himself or herself that can be every bit as emotional manipulation as the threat of physical violence. It is not unheard of for the partner being controlled to feel stuck in a relationship. Not out of fear that they themselves will be harmed, but that their partner may self-destruct or harm themselves if they want to leave. You know, other times a person may be threatened with losing their home or assets to their children or financial support if they leave a controlling or abusive partner. I know plenty of people that went through that. Whether or not the threats were genuine or not, it's just another way for that person to control and get what they want at the expense of, of their partner. Making acceptance and caring attraction conditional. I love you so much more than you're making those sales at work. I don't feel like being intimate with you, but if you keep working out and lose a bit more weight, you'll be more attractive to me. Boy, please. Look, it's the common denominator theme of many controlling relationships. 
is blatant disrespect. An overactive scorecard. You know, because everybody know, like, if you in a healthy, happy, stable relationships, they have a sense of reciprocation built into them. It's inherited that you will look for each other and not, you know, be not count every little time you do something to help the other one. Or if your partner is forever keeping tally of every last interaction within your relationship, rather to hold a grudge or demand a favor in return or be patted on the back, it could very well be their way of having the upper hand on you in that relationship. And it can be downright exhausting to be on the other side of it. Using guilt as a tool um, many controlling people are skilled manipulators at making their partners only emotions work in the controlling person's favor. If they can manipulate their partners into feeling a steady stream of guilt about everyday going, then a lot of the controlling um, people work is done for them. Their partner will gradually try to do whatever they can to have to feel guilty. And this means relenting and giving up power in their own opinion within the relationship, which plays right into the controlling person's hands, you know, creating a debt you'll be holding to. Controlling people may come on very strongly in the beginning with steamily romantic gestures, but upon closer inspection, many of those gestures and those extravagant gifts, expectations of serious commitments early on, taking you for luxurious meals on adventurous outing, letting you have full use of their cars or their home when they're not there can be used to control you. Specifically, they create this expectation of you giving something in return or a sense that you feel be beholden to that person because of all they've given you. Now, this can make it more emotional and, you know, logistically difficult for you to leave when you get further warnings of bells going off in your head, spying, snooping. Yeah, a controlling partner typically feels that they have the right to know more than they actually do. And rather they keep their snooping secrets or openly, then you must share everything with them. It is a violation of boundaries from the get-go. Perhaps he or she checks your phone, logs into your email, or maybe they constantly track your internet history and then justify this by saying they've been burned before or they have trust issues or that old standard. If you're not doing anything wrong, then you shouldn't mind showing me. I heard that shit 50,000 times. That shit pissing me off. It is a violation of your privacy, hand in hand with the unsettling message that they have no interest in trusting you. And instead, they want to take on a police-like presence within the damn relationship. It's not healthy. I'm together. <laughs> Overactive jealousy, accusations, or paranoia. A partner's jealousy can be flattering in the beginning because people are like, oh, he just loves me. It can arguably be viewed as endearing or a sign of how much they care or how attached they are. Then it becomes more intense and then it can be scary and possessive. A partner who views every interaction you have as being flirtatious, is suspicious or threatened by multiple people you come in contact with or faults you for innocent interaction because they may be leading someone on. Or maybe they're insecure, maybe they're anxious or 
even paranoid. When these perspectives become ingrained within your relationship, they very likely are attempting to be controlling as well. Not respecting you, your need for time alone is another way of, uh, of sapping your strength, making you feel guilty for time you need on your own to recharge or to help make you feel like you don't love them enough when you perhaps need less time with them than they need with you. It is natural that two partners may not automatically have that exact same need in terms of alone time, even if they're both extroverts or introverts. You know, making you earn trust or other good treatment. Of course, you guys, you will trust someone you've dated for five years more than you trust the person you've been seeing for a month. But some amount of trust should be assumed or inherited within the relationship. For instance, you shouldn't always have to detail your whereabouts for every moment of every day, nor should your partner automatically have the right to access your emails or texts or your Internet search history. If trust or even civil treatment is viewed as something you need to work up to rather than the default setting of the relationship, the power dynamic in your relationship is off kilter. I'm just saying. Um, I can go on and on and on. Recognize your relationship or your partners in these. We, we can't control people. And people shouldn't be trying to control us either. Respect. Boundaries. Try it. You guys, stay true to yourself. Do not change for anyone. Continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before. Go download me at Pocket Cast so you can hear me more and more and more. Go download me at Pocket Cast. It's been a long Sunday, you guys. Go download Pocket Cast so you can hear me. You can go to Apple App Store, Google Play, and you can go over to the web and download me at pocketcast.com. And again, on behalf of Anchor.fm, if you guys want to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start, start your podcast, and maybe we can co-host and all that amazing stuff. You guys, stay true to yourself and allow God to be God. Let your family and friends know that you love them today because tomorrow's not promised to anyone. Until next time, you guys, peace.